Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast. It's Wednesday morning. I've had to re-record this episode a couple times because I think it's because I didn't have the latest upgrade of the um, Apple podcast and the Apple um, just in general when they give you updates um, because it would not let me shut off the recording. It just kept going and going and going and going on and on and on and on and on. Kind of like this season, this baseball season just keeps going on and on and on and on. And it's so long that the Pittsburgh Pirates might actually get the 60 wins. In fact, we'll have to see what's greater. The number of home runs that um, Aaron Judge hits, even though they're walking him almost every bat now. Or the amount of wins that the Pittsburgh Pirates get. They did pull out a win again versus the Reds last night. I mean, they pretty much own the Reds. And lose to everyone else. Um, they've they've won five in a row versus the Reds, and they've lost fifteen in a row versus everyone else. So we'll have to see what happens. But can they get to sixty? I don't know. I kind of think maybe. Well, Bryce Wilson goes today, who usually gives up a home run or two, and um, the Reds have a few guys that'll hit for power. But in general, the Reds are really throwing out a Triple A lineup out there. You know as Somewhat the Pirates are doing um, when you see guys like Sawinski just swinging at balls that um, and missing them by probably six inches at least, you know, when he uppercuts on a high fastball, it's not a pretty thing to watch. And um, as I said, might happen. Um, uh, Rodolfo Castro has been falling off. So these are some things that you'll see in a long season with the Pittsburgh Pirates, but Other than that, um, well, don't forget the number three, Rivers Apparel. Uh, That's three Rivers Apparel, all one word, on Twitter, uh, on the Internet, on Facebook, perhaps. I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, wherever they go, I do know that their shirts are quality because they've sent me some shirts. Uh, They really hold up in the washer. They fit really well. They're comfortable. They breathe well. Um, And they do Pirates. Steelers, Penguins, they do Pittsburgh stuff, they do Heinz stuff, they do fun stuff, Um, they come up with their own ideas, and they also do sweatshirts, so if you're looking for Christmas presents, it's never too early to shop at Three Rivers Apparel. Um, So yeah, I don't know, we'll have to see what happens, Um, but every time we see Jack Sawinski, we start to think, hey, maybe it's not working out for this guy who's batting 150 in his last 150 at-bats. So, I mean, we all like the guy, but he just probably has too many holes in his swing. And it's like a lot of players um, on the Pirates who, I mean, really they're probably minor league players because they just have one thing or two things that just aren't good enough to work in the major leagues. Um, Like Cal Mitchell with his arm in the corner outfield. I mean, even if his arm was better, he probably doesn't hit enough in the major leagues. He hits well in the minor leagues, but it's a shame that he just can't put it together in the major leagues. And then I was watching the Yankees game the other night when it was on uh, the same time as the um, football game. And the Giants in Dallas were just terrible, by the way. But uh, one thing I noticed is the defense for the New York Yankees was just so sound, you know? Like, every ground ball was taken smoothly 
and thrown accurately to first base. And that's something that you have to do as a as a veteran professional. You have to actually make the plays 97, 98% of the time, you know. And it's something that um, the Pirates middle infielders will struggle to do when you have Rodolfo Castro and um, and O'Neill Cruz, you know. Uh, they're just they just they're just not consistent enough, probably for a um, a championship team. You know, if you're going to have 30 errors a year, you're probably giving six to eight games away, which is too many games. Now, I really like what O'Neill Cruz has been doing, making more contact. Um, you know, he has really blossomed over the last couple weeks or so, uh, making more contact. And uh, when he hits the ball, he hits it hard. You know. And one thing that's going to benefit O'Neill Cruz is the shift. Uh, earlier this year, uh, they voted to outlaw the shift for next season. And it's definitely going to help a guy like O'Neill Cruz, who just, he does hit some ground balls and line drives, and he hits them so hard that if you only have the second baseman and the first baseman on the right-hand side of the infield, well, if you're looking at it, from the batters, it's your right-hand side. Some people call it the left-hand side. It just depends how you look at it. If you're the infielder standing, then you're on your left. But in any case, um, he hits the ball so hard that it's very difficult to range as far as a player normally would um, because the ball's through the infield quicker than you can really react when it's hit 118 miles an hour, you know? So that's where the exit velo really pays off for a guy like O'Neill Cruz. Um, and yeah, that, that was a big rule change, you know, so we'll have to see what happens. And actually, being a base stealer, the other rule change should help him too. Um, you can throw over to first base twice, but if you throw over as a pitcher a third time and you don't pick the runner off, he gets gifted second base, right? So you can take an extra step because if you're tall like O'Neill Cruz and you can dive back to the base, um, you could feel good about not being picked off on that third throw. And really, you only get one throw, you know, because you know that second throw is going to be your last. And you're actually giving the, um, giving the runner an advantage by giving them that extra step. So, I mean, basically, um, the, uh, the baseball management is trying to get more batting average back into the game, you know, by outlawing the shift. And they're also trying to get small ball back into the game with the, uh, with the steals, you know, with a move like that. So yeah, I like it, you know, it should help actually a team. Well, I mean, the pirates are sort of built like that with guys like Marcano, even though I don't think Marcano hits enough to be a major league player. Um, maybe they're built like that with guys like Nick Gonzalez, you know, um, a small ball kind of guy. He doesn't have a ton of speed though. You know, I mean, Nick Gonzalez has really been disappointing because he's not hitting for average in double A. He's not really hitting for that much power in double A and he doesn't have a lot of speed. So, I mean, his game probably plays you know, he's probably going to take over for Rodolfo Castro at some point. But he's probably he's probably going to end up being a little bit below average major league player. You know, maybe a little worse than a Kevin Newman. 
Um, or maybe on par with a Kevin Newman. Really depends. We'll have to see what happens. But as a second baseman, he might make all the plays. I think he will generally make all the plays. But if he's only a 260 hitter, you know, with not a lot of power or speed, you know, it's somebody that can, they can stick at second base. But it's also someone that is probably a um, below average second baseman. Uh, I think the plan for G1 Bay is um, once they trade Brian Reynolds, um, he's going to be an apt center fielder. He plays pretty well out there defensively. And uh, the only question will be, will he hit enough to be a center fielder? Um, but the corner outfielders have become muddied because it doesn't look like Suwinski's going to get it done. And it doesn't look like Cal Mitchell is going to get it done. So they're going to have to find some corner outfielders. Um, they did sign that Andujar guy from the Yankees. Just take a hit on my vape here. Generally, I like the signing, you know. The reason I like it is because he's got 970 career at-bats. You know, and they really need players with um, experience on this team. Uh, I like a guy like Andahar who's played for a, a very good team and a very good organization like the Yankees. Because he can help along a guy. He's from the Dominican and he can help along a guy like Rowanzi Contreras um, when the Pirates do dumb shit like manipulating the service time. You know, he can sort of help those guys along. And talk to them about just keeping their head in the game and stuff like that. I mean, they've really messed with Rowanzi Contreras as far as they'll keep him in a game where he's not doing well. But they'll take him out of a game where he's doing well. Because they don't want to get him too many wins. And it's going to maybe um, impact his future earnings down the road. With some of the things that happened during this last um, uh, stoppage. You know, this last... Um, Agreement that the pirate that the players and the owners came to. So, I mean, hopefully, it'll help that. My thought is that they're probably just going to flip him next year if they can. You know, if they can, if they they're going to play him more than the Yankees could afford to play him, basically. So, if they can play him as a regular, you know, in the corner outfield next year, um, or as their um, designated hitter, I guess. Um, but they really need outfielders. Um, then they could potentially flip him, you know, because I don't think they're going to want to pay him a full year of arbitration of um, year one of arbitration. You're probably going to see a guy like um, Travis Swaggerty come out there, who, again, is not going to hit enough to be a major league player. But, you know, they'll throw him out there because he'll be an apt defender, you know. So it's it's not going to be pretty next year as far as hitting the ball. Um, Andujar is probably only going to hit maybe 220, you know, but he's going to have some power. He's, you saw him hit that basis clearing double last night. And yeah, I mean, I figured it was probably coming because Farmer was not pitching well. He's probably worn out this year on his last legs, like a lot of the Pirates relief pitchers. And, um, he had walked the bases loaded already. Um, uh, he went three and oh, and then three and one on Andujar. So you knew he was going to have to throw a cookie over the middle, you know, just because um, he didn't want to walk in a run. And Andujar did what he should have done, you know. He clubbed it, you know. he It was a hanger, and he banged it. So uh, right in the middle of the plate. So, I mean, he's going to be good enough to do that, you know. So I generally like the signing. But when I looked over his numbers, 
he had an amazing 2018, um, like 47 doubles and 27 home runs. Uh, but the problem is, and what happens with a lot of hitters is um, the pitchers figure you out, you know. They figure out the holes in your swing. And that's certainly what they've done with Jack Sawinski and what they've started to do with Rodolfo Castro, you know. Um, you really, really have to be a good hitter to make it long-term in the major leagues and make those adjustments that you have to make. Um, and O'Neill Cruz is making those adjustments. You know, as a guy who's going to have 30 um, errors in a season, you know, they're going to have to ask themselves the question of whether you want to move him to first base because I think he'd be a really good first baseman. I saw him on a play yesterday um, where the um, the throw wasn't great. It was offline. And he's so tall, he was able to stretch and get it and get the force out at second base. It's a good thing to see, you know. So, I mean, I would probably play O'Neill Cruz at first base. I mean, when he goes to a good team, probably in four years or so, that's probably where they're going to have to play him, you know, because he just doesn't have the defense at shortstop. Uh, and neither does, frankly, Lyover Paguero have the defense at shortstop. The fans don't know that yet because um, they'll, they'll still send me messages saying that, um, well, it's okay that we're moving um, O'Neill Cruz because Paguero's coming. But Paguero's defense is actually worse than um, O'Neill Cruz's, you know. He doesn't make as many of the routine plays as O'Neill Cruz. And he throws away just as many balls, um, if not more, than O'Neill Cruz. And I know because I saw him play quite a bit at double A. And I also talk to people that watch the Altoona curve um, on a regular basis, you know. He just doesn't want the ball hit to him out there. But the biggest disappointment about um, Lyover Paguero wasn't his defense. It was how his offense just fell apart towards the end of the year, you know. And he un only ended up with an OPS of, you know, in the high 600s in double A, which means you're not even close to being ready for major league pitching. You know, that's like a translates to like a 199 average in the major leagues. Um, just as Travis Swaggerty's 750 OPS in triple A probably translates to about a 199, 200 average in the majors, or maybe like a 210, like um, Cal Mitchell will put up for you. But it's just not good enough to be a major league hitter. And it's not that the Pirates are trying to put a major league team out there, you know. But if you're thinking about these guys playing um, for someone else long term, you know, playing for a team that's trying to win, um, it's probably not going to happen for those guys, you know. So, you know, like I said, a lot of these players have just, they just do one or two things not quite good enough to be a major league player. You know, Jason DeLay threw a ball away the other night. Um, he doesn't really hit, you know. The guy that they signed to play first base, um, I think he's only one for his first 30, you know. But that's what Neil, I mean, that, not Neil Hunting, that, that's what Ben Charrington does. He goes after any bust first rounder. Um, and, you know, if they're busting enough for the first team to give up on them, 95% of the time, they're not a good player, you know? So, and that's where you get guys like Connor Scott or Travis Swaggerty or Zach Collins, you know? These are guys that were busts, you know, first-round busts that just aren't good enough to play in the major leagues, you know? 
guys like um, Josh Van Meter, who hit very well in the minors, but they just don't hit enough to be a major league hitter, you know? And possibly guys like Rodolfo Castro, who was 0 for 3 with three strikeouts again last night. So, I mean, even though the Pirates won that ball game, Rodolfo Castro is starting to get exposed, you know, as I thought he might with too many at-bats in the major leagues. And Sawinski was 0 for 2 with two strikeouts, you know. It's really probably not happening for him, even though he got a couple of walks in that game last night. Um, So, yeah, they have a lot of guys that just aren't major league players, like Jason DeLay and um, guys like that. I think Heineman might be hurt now. I haven't seen him play in a while. You know, so they brought up Josh Godoy to be uh, a catcher or a first baseman for the team who's not good at all, you know. But that's what you'll get with this team. I mean, the plan is to always keep the active payroll around 30 to 40 million. Um, so you're never going to see a winner with this franchise. Um, it just might be interesting watching some of the young guys play, like Jiwan Bay, who's doing a nice job, you know, up in the major leagues. Turned a nice double play last night. And has some speed on the base paths, which is nice to see. So, uh, Cruz actually got his ninth stolen base last night. He did get caught a few times early on, but he's learning, you know. Cruz is the kind of guy you would want to have on your team because he does have enough um, ability to play in the major leagues. And he is uh, learning now, you know. Uh, He was being a little bit stubborn early on, but now he's learning that he has to do things differently if he's going to succeed in the major leagues. Um, the minor league team got ripped again last night, which is another thing that's just really disappointing. I mean, when you have this bad of a major league team and you've tanked for four years and you traded everybody, you would think that at least your minor leagues might be a little bit better. But the Pirates' minor leagues is really bad this year. Bradenton was bad, even though they looked for a period of time like they might make the playoffs in the second half. It was generally a really bad team that couldn't hit. Greensboro was terrible. Altoona had some good talent, but they couldn't put it together. And then Indianapolis now has lost a couple of really bad games. And last night, Quinn Priester got knocked around pretty good. So I was wondering if we're going to see Quinn Priester and Michael Burroughs late in the year for a cup of coffee. It might just be Burroughs now because Priester went 4.1 innings, gave up five walks, three hits. Um, and the same thing happened with Burroughs. You know, he had some bad outings in AAA. Um, but Priester gave up a, a long bomb last night. Um, and he might not be as far along as Michael Burroughs. So, I mean, really depending on um, how Michael Burroughs feels, you know, and if they can bring him back for just one more outing. Uh, I would love to see him play in Pittsburgh, um, hopefully at home, um, because that way I could actually go to the game, you know. And see him. I mean, I'm really happy for the kid, you know. That's the thing about the Pirates. I mean, you can watch them, you know, but just don't expect them to win. You can watch them, but I would turn the sound down because the announcers are really annoying, you know. But it's something to follow, you know. And there's young players that you're going to want to follow, you know, like Matt Gorski, like Michael Burrows. Um, Even last year, like Matt Frazier was fun to follow. You know, even though he couldn't put it together at the higher levels, you know, it was fun to see what he did in one season. Um, And, you know, we just have a handful of guys that are worth watching, you know. And Jiwon Bay is probably not going to be a terrible center fielder. He's not going to be as good as Brian Reynolds, 
But I don't think they want to play Brian, pay Brian Reynolds too much longer, you know. Possibly only half a season this year before they trade him. Um, because they're likely going to be looking at another 100-loss season or close to it. If you think about it, they've only won 33 out of their last 100 games. So they are likely to be out of it, even with some improvement. They're likely to be out of it at the trade deadline next year. So hopefully um, this recording gets posted, you know, and I can put this through, okay, because I've been having a lot of trouble with um, with my uh, app. But uh, enjoy the rest of your week. It's hump day. You can do this. You can do it. Just like the Pirates, you know, can you get 60? Can you get as many wins as Aaron Judge has home runs this year? You can do it. Okay, Satan loves you. Peace out.